Zach Elmer, uh, he asked, how do you think the Mitch Robinson situation plays out? He's great and would love to have him be here since he was the best Nick's best player prior to RJ. But with Noel being signed and Sims possibly being a big get, it's hard to fit him in somewhere that reflects his talent. I think you guys have laid out what the situation presented. I mean, like played out. How do you want to answer that? I just want to say one one other one or add one other thing. And I, I mentioned it kind of offhandedly in, in uh, what was it, Monday's newsletter. Um, the Knicks already told us what they think of Mitchell Robinson. Like they didn't make him a restricted free agent. Like there is there is literally nothing that they could do now to prevent him from going to another team. They had the opportunity to prevent him from going to another team. They had that ability. And they said this, that ability to do that is not more important to us than like bringing back Nerland's Noel and like bringing back Alec Burks, which just think about that for a second. As you, you people out there listening, like, that kind of spe- I, I get that there's all kinds of caveats and like, yes, they could still. Neg- and, and who knows, maybe they reach an extension with them tomorrow. And and we, we will later find out like, oh, they always thought they had this in the bag, in which case what I'm saying kind of lessens. But like, I don't know. I think they already kind of told us what how important Mitch was to their plans or, or lack thereof. You're 100 percent right. And I think the other thing as well is, at least in my mind, it was. Again, if they wanted to go down that path of trying to maximize cap space next year for whatever reason, it makes sense to have Mitch's cap hold because it's small, it's less than $2 million, all of that. But the Knicks didn't do that. They then went the opposite route, which is, no, we don't really yes. care about our cap space next year yes. because we're spending now. So yeah. what the Knicks could have done is they could have made Mitch a restricted free agent, signed all of these players, and then like what they're going to do with Derrick Rose, gone above the cap to re-sign Mitch. It's not like the Knicks are hard capped this year. So if they wanted to spend, you know, or if they had to spend $20 million on Mitchell Robinson, they wouldn't. I mean, you know, again, just hypothetically, they could have. Nothing would have stopped them. So that's what I'm trying to figure out as well, where it's like, if you're New York, you know that you have this perfect opportunity where you can keep Mitch for probably another four years. I mean, maybe three, depending on how his contract structure structured. And instead, you're basically saying, like, we are prepared to let him walk. And we're like, it seems like we're okay with that because we've got Nerlens Noel behind him. Um, So it's fascinating how they're working this out. Because, again, like, yeah, I mean, imagine if this were someone, it would never would be the case, but imagine if this were someone like RJ, right? Yeah. Where it's like you have him and you're really going to let that level of player, what you think that level of player is going to be be signed by any of the 29 other teams and you have no say over whether you can match that or not. That's crazy to me. So I just don't think that there's a long-term future here. And I think what you said is absolutely right, John. And the other question was from Jesse Barbalato. Uh, Just want to continue the Sims conversation. I've never seen Mitch with a floater or hook like we saw in summer league from Sims. You think that's something that they're working towards with Mitch's development, which I think we've also I don't think they are working towards Mitch. Well, at this point. I'm going to um, and I apologies, by the way, because I I miss I, I wrote the wrong first name uh, when I referenced this person's article. Um, Justin Frank uh, wrote an article a few weeks ago or a week, maybe two weeks ago. I don't know. I lose, lose track of time um, in which uh, it seemed like it was pretty well, well reported uh, story in which it basically goes into 
uh, Mitchell Robinson situation with his personal trainer, uh, Marcel Scott, um, who um, I, w- I would just I would encourage everybody to go read the article. Um, but in short, it's basically like this guy does not necessarily have Mitch's best interests at heart. Um, he has been more in it for trying to get Mitch to a certain agent that he that Mitch is allegedly now with. And that uh, Mars, Mr. Scott may allegedly be uh, benefiting from. Um, and there's also some stuff in the article talking about how Scott has like lost a lot of his clientele and that he has, you know, so it, I mean, if you're, if I'm not an Instagram person, but my understanding is like based on the, you could tell where a person is based on like the photos that they, they post like Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly have been up here in New York for pretty much since the season ended. Like they work out with the Knicks. They work out in the Knicks gym. They do all that shit. Mitch goes down and like, we see this, all these videos from like that. He goes and fucks around in the gym. Not, I shouldn't say fucks around in the gym. Like we see what he does. He's, 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 you know, is that making Mitch a better basketball player? I don't know. I haven't seen one iota of, of offensive improvement from him over the last three years, other than maybe some better screen setting. If that, and I don't even know if that's true. Like defensively he's improved. And I think, you know, shout out to Kenny Payne for maybe starting to work with him on some, on some stuff. And he was really starting to reach a new level, but like, I don't know, man, in terms of like, when you, when, when I hear the question, like what it, the Knicks and, and development and Mitchell Robinson, I just don't know that they have the opportunity because I don't know that he's giving them that opportunity. I think the other thing as well, just in terms of uh, the shot profile that um, was alluded to, it's like, even just look at the minutes we saw from Noel and Gibson, right? They like, I think, isn't it that something like Mitch has only shot nine field goals outside of the paint in his entire oh, career? If, if, if that, I, I, right. I would be surprised if it was that many, actually. For I mean, for Gibson and Noel, I mean, we saw Gibson hoisting threes the year before, but Noel, if he had an open shot, you know, he took in it. the mid-range, he takes it. So that's the sort of thing where I'm curious if that's also the Knicks philosophy, because I, I personally think that a five out offense is very overrated. I think it's great in theory. Everyone can shoot. This is yeah. awesome. But in practicality, it's like, no, no, have four good, you know, good to elite shooters who can pull up, who can create, who can hit off the catch and shoot, who can cut all of that. Uh, and then have that one guy who can gobble up boards and, and box out efficiently. And like, ideally that's what Mitch can do, right? That, yep. that type of role is, is Mitch to a T, but, I think also, you know, not relying on packing the paint where it's like, okay, Mitch is great around the rim, but that's where he lives. Whereas, I mean, again, I, I still have it like burned into my brain of Mitch would get the ball at the top of the key and someone like Vucevic would be 15 feet away from him. Because like, yeah. he knows what Mitch isn't going to shoot. Yep. Uh, like, I think fans are also ba- past, at least I certainly am past the point where it's like, oh yeah, okay, Mitch is going to shoot a three. He's not going to shoot a three. I'll believe it when I see it. And when he does, if he does, then that's awesome. He was working on it, I would hope, and, and he's taking the shot. But, uh, like, how long have, has he been, you know, taunting us with this? And it just hasn't happened. So, I, um, I, I don't yeah, get it. It's also he was, from a passive. He's from a past administration is the other thing, right? That's like, true. Well, it's pa- what? Perry, RJ and Knox? Perry's still there. But, well, sure. But, again, it's like if we're minimizing the role that, Perry has generally oh. speaking, which is what it sounds like, then he's still there, but not enough where I feel like Perry would say you can't move Mitch because 
of the attachment I have. Yeah, I think no, it's I... RJ Barrett is a legitimately good NBA player with incredible potential and Knox is on the way out and then it's Mitch. And then everyone after that, it's, um, you know, Obi top and Emmanuel quickly and all the players, the Knicks have signed, uh, traded or drafted. Yeah. Traded for or draft. No, that's, that's well said. Um, I, I, I don't know. Despite everything I just said, I, I like Mitchell Robinson. I want Mitchell Robinson to be here for a while. I just, yeah, I don't know. I need, I, I just, I wish we saw a little bit more. That's all. <laughs>